Hello, Trey Ratcliffe here. This is uh, season 14, episode seven of a show we're doing called Walking with Matt Hackett across <laughs> most of Europe, but mainly constrained to the Iberian Peninsula. So with, with croissant stops. Right, so <laughs> working title. And this is my new friend, uh, Matt Hackett. Matt, where are we and what's going on? We are, uh, I'd have to check my phone, but something like 10 kilometers short of Santiago, our destination, yeah. where all of our sins will be absolved if we just wait in a line and present our little stamp books. That's a lot of absolution that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this place may just burn to the ground in black char when we're done. Unless the office is closed, in which case we're all sinners forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are, I think we've done over 120 kilometers so far. Really? Is that right? I hadn't actually added it up. That makes sense. Yeah. And we are here with uh, Kevin Kelly, um, and the guy who brought you in, is his name is? Craig Maud. Craig Maud. And these guys have organized this walk for about 10 of us, and everyone Exactly has been, 10. We're down yeah. one today. Yeah. And everyone has been fascinating, so nice to talk to, open-hearted. Um, hasn't that been nice? It's been kind of shocking, actually. I think it's kind of hard to get 10, 10 especially ambitious, world-traveling, weirdo humans like us yeah. together yeah. and not have somebody go wildly off course. And right. we sort of stayed together as a group, and it's been really easy. It's nice to be able to let down your guard and be vulnerable and sort of in a judgment-free zone. Because mm -hmm. goodness knows the regular world isn't like that very much. No, it's really, it has been amazing. I think yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's plenty of surprises just in the, the places our conversation has gone. We had a very yeah. intense conversation about money and yeah. how you make it, how you spend it, how you feel about it. And right. don't, you don't get to talk about that with your friends. Yeah. Like, no, it's it's a, really it, incredible. It's a really nice, you know, stratification of socioeconomic, socioeconomic incomes all around the table. There are people that are kind of hourly and then there are multi-millionaires, multi-centimillionaires, probably on paper worth billionaires. And we're all really the same person. And it's completely true that, you know, once you reach a certain subsistence level, subsistence level that nothing above that is really changes life too much. In fact, sometimes it adds other, other problems. Yeah. I mean, complications, complications come with it too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, one thing we're going to talk about is you've, you've been involved with two very successful Cycles. startups. Um, we're not going to necessarily talk about those, but the, you were a, a co-founder of Tumblr. Not a co-founder, but, but in, one of the uh, first on the people. On the early team. So early team. number eight uh, uh -huh. started when we were uh, just a couple years old. And then you did uh, Beam, which was acquired by CNN just a few mm -hmm. years ago. So these were hyper-fast startup so the bulk of our conversation is going to be about what is the next phase in the golden Midas touch world <laughs> of Matt Hackett and what's going to change but first let's talk about like what did you, what did you learn about that that money conversation that night one thing I've I've kind of learned is that if you're not a, a happy person before you have money you sure will be a happy person after you have yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> we all know a lot of bitter, rich people. It's just, I noticed the same 
because I'm in like social media world. Yeah. Like, oh, if I just get more likes and more followers, then I will be happy. Then I'll be complete. Yeah. If you're not happy and have meaning in your life before that, it won't help at all. Yeah. Have you, do you find this to be true also? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think people's people's disposition doesn't change with uh, success or not. I do right. think there is definitely though a, a, a correlation between. Uh, let's wait for this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> There's some real local color. Yeah, remember when that tractor passed us? That was the best. <laughs> um, but I, I do think there is a real correlation between optimism and yes. success. Uh, and you guys want to go ahead and pass this? Optimism and the ability to survive the incredible roller coaster that is a startup. Right. Um, because in in both of these, both of sort of the, the the startups that I've been a part of, which have been pretty incredible experiences, yeah. there have been single weeks where you start the week thinking everything is amazing, we're we're going up and up and up, and then you end the week going, holy crap, I have no idea how I'm going to keep this all together. Right. I think we're going to fail. I think we're going to run out of money. And you're in a fetal position. <laughs> uh, my yeah. best engineer just quit. My, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we're never going to be able to get enough server capacity to grow the way we need to grow. All of these things right. uh, happen in such a short period of time. And they, just the emotional resilience you need mm -hmm. and you need to build up to deal with that. Uh, yeah. Being a pessimist just makes it even harder. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I think it really makes it, it makes it almost impossible. And where do, where do you fall in the optimism, pessimism, realism scale? Are you kind of in the middle? Do you vacillate? Are you full of self-doubt and full of self-confidence? <laughs> uh, I'm definitely an optimist. Yeah. Uh, who tries to... I, I would say I'm a... We'll let these guys pass. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, gents. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's new Matt right there. We lost Matt Mullenweg yesterday. He has to go back to do a big press or WordPress uh, automatic speech. So now this is the new guy. We, we picked up a Matt on the trail. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm, I'm on the long-term time horizon. Uh -huh. This has been an interesting thing that comes up a lot, the sort of long versus short yeah. uh, all week. But on the long-term horizon, I'm an optimist. Mm. I think, you know, sort of personally and globally and nationally and uh, things head in the right direction uh, yep. and things are, things will sort of work out totally. on the day to day on the, what am I need, what do I need to get done? Who do I need to talk to? How do we sort of get through? I think I tend to be very much on the realistic side. Um, right. <laughs> and I think that that combination is not uncommon in entrepreneurs Yeah. and is really useful. If you can try and on a short time scale, be realistic about how much you're going to get done, how easy it is going to be to hire people, how easy it right. is going to be raise money, how well something you think is going to, how well you think your product is going to work. Right. Like in the long term, I think I'm going to build things that are super successful. Uh, today, we might release a feature that's terrible, or right. we might totally screw up a meeting, or yeah. And and being not blind to what needs to be done day to day is right. also part of what lets you be optimistic long term because you know you're going to. You're not going to fool yourself. Um, so before I get all your thoughts of moving to like a long-term project or yeah. this new phase in your life, you're, um, you have a Medium site where you write about. What sort of stuff do you write about on Medium? 
uh, it's a pretty full spectrum, but I, I, the way that I like to think about it is I sort of, by background, I'm a weird, I'm a, I'm a weird human. I have, uh, I'm a self-taught engineer. Uh, I've built large distributed systems and teams that, that build and work on them and on large products. Uh, but I also have a very liberal arts background. I have a degree in Victorian history. Um, I've spent a lot of time focusing on French philosophy and mm -hmm. ways of thinking about the world that are much more, uh, much more academic. Yeah. And so, I think the, you know, the, the medium. What I write on medium tends to try and bridge those two worlds. Right. But I think of it in terms of actually helping people, helping people understand what's happening practically with technology. So mm -hmm. not just being an outsider criticizing and going, right. you know, uh, uh, I don't really understand how this works, but it's terrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but being an insider who has uh, a critical perspective. So some of the stuff that I, I tend to write about is, you know, how uh, sort of how we, we form our identities as right. AI becomes more and more and part of our life. Um, things like what the world looks like as cameras become completely ubiquitous mm -hmm. uh, and comparing that to how clocks became super ubiquitous and sort of the un the unplanned consequences of technology right uh, and I try to have a, an optimistic perspective right. but to, to pull in history to pull in philosophy to pull in other other ways of understanding that are, are commonly sort of missed or not talked about in by people who actually practice who I think this are is really smart this um, this synthesis of seemingly unrelated subject matters. Um, so a lot of people that are watching this are, hi guys, love you. Um, are <laughs> photographers, either beginners or or old yeah, veterans, yeah. and other creatives. And it's either they do it for fun, or they have a small business, or trying to turn into a tech business, or whatever. And I attempt to do the same thing you're doing for photographers and creatives in that, like, I never read books about photography, mm -hmm. but uh, you can learn so much from biology, history, anthropology, physics, science, and as you read all these things, your brain in the background will start to make connections that you don't even know they're making. Yeah. And at some point, this synthesis will come true. Yeah. And like I've learned so much about social networks and stuff because I have a quarter million bees in home. I love taking care of the bees and they're so interesting. I didn't now, know how you can, were a beekeeper. I'm an amateur beekeeper, but when you come to New Zealand, I will give you a jar of honey. We've got a hundred jars. But anyway, it's just, we're not that different. You know, we appear to be different people, but we are kind of evolving to the super organism. And we have rules that are more complex than bees or ants, but but anyway, that's just an example of like studying all these other things make a lot more sense. Because if you bring that weird, that weird perspective into what you're doing, you'll inevitably do things a little bit different. Yep. Not necessarily, but better, but just different. And that's kind of really how you want to be. You don't want to do the same thing as everyone else. I mean, I think this is this is the, the sort of the nature of startups <laughs> is actually yeah. really. Uh, you know, it's, it sounds so almost too simple, but really, you know, startup technology startups, they can't really, we think of them as doing really futuristic things, but the reality is they're doing something that really is only a year or two ahead mm -hmm. based on technologies that 
are working today. So like, you know, your, your, your tech startup isn't going to jump 20 years into the future and invent mm. a technology that is so far away from what we have today. Right. Really the most successful technology startups, just take a couple of technologies, combine them in a, that exist and work today. Mm. Um, and they're often new-ish, but they're proven, they're workable, and they combine two proven workable technologies in a really interesting right. way that mm. creates a whole new uh, a, a whole new opportunity, a whole new market. I mean, Uber is sort of this this perfect example. Right. Of they, you know, they, they were one of these apps that seized the moment of the smartphone being available in everyone's pocket, uh, and so you have this GPS technology that says I'm here, uh, and they they combined that with uh, they combine that with a very existing and old and very workable technology of taxi dispatch. Right. Uh, and created something that has enormous value incredibly quickly. But it's not yeah. like taxi dispatch had to be invented from scratch. There were a lot of principles right. mm -hmm. about how you deal with the fleet and mm -hmm. you know they've they've improved on that, but it's sort of a basic idea of right. how you manage a group mm -hmm. of people driving around. Uh, and and the the mobile devices we already had we didn't right. all already have, but increasingly people had smartphones. Right. Uh, and so they didn't have to invent iOS. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to uh, invent this integration of GPS right. sensors and camera sensors and all of the things that go into a camera. They just went, they took two pieces and glued them together at just the right moment uh, to create explosive growth for a totally new thing. And that's most, most really successful technology startups are doing that. And it's not, uh, it's not so science fiction as it seems. Right, that's right. So let's talk about the next chapter in the long novel <laughs> of Matt Heck, what's what's happening next? So you've had you you had this last thing with um, with Casey, uh -huh. and now you are maybe looking for something more long term. Yeah. So I mean, this this uh, I'm doing the same thing right now that I did when I left Tumblr six years ago, uh, and sort of taking some time off and explicitly committing to not doing a new thing yet. Mm -hmm. I did this for about six months when I left Tumblr. I'm trying to do it for at least a year, um, which I would be maybe two thirds of the way through right now. Right. Um, now that uh, I'm no longer doing Beam. Uh, and I'm really trying to keep every single option open. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think a lot of this taking this year is about sort of refining my lens and my criteria and thinking about what what am I actually looking for in the next thing not so much right. looking for that thing but actually yeah. just understanding oh, what it is and so you know reading a ton of books is one way to do that having amazing conversations like this is one right. way to do it and one of the biggest conclusions I've come to is what you said uh, is that you know these other things that I've done have been very fast uh-huh uh, you know tumblr was a three-year experience. And it was right. a wild three-year experience of going from being everyone fitting around a lunch table to being one of the top websites in the world. Right. Uh, same with Beam. Beam went from Casey and I in a closet of an office right. <laughs> to running a whole group at CNN uh, that was trying to really rethink uh, how you can present news on the internet. Right. Uh, those are, <laughs> that again was a, you know, three and a half year journey, something mm -hmm. like that. So really fast. In each of those cases, I feel like I worked at like four different companies. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you had an ordinary job, that would be 10 or 15 years right. to sort of reach that, 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 the depth and breadth of what I got at those companies. But 
one of the things that I've really been thinking about is what does it look like to purposefully set out to do something that's longer term? So mm. what if I try and keep as one of my criteria what it, the next thing is something that I could work on for a decade? Right. And that may not mean it's a job or a title or a, a, a you know, company that I'll be associated with for a decade, um, but a problem. A mission. A mission, yeah. a way of thinking a about the world. world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of ways to approach that. Starting another company is certainly one of them. Right. Uh, and it's, it's a possibility I think about a lot. Uh, investing full time, mm -hmm. really thinking about how to sort of pass on this incredible luck I've had mm -hmm. uh, and find new companies and new people doing that technology combining in right. interesting ways and work with and help them. Uh, and. There's also the possibility that there's something, some idea out there already, some person working on something that I just have to, is just right for me, that I just have right. to jump on. So, uh, but I do think for all of them, I'm, I'm really keeping this long-termness in mind. What does a slower, what does a slower ride look like, and how much more could I learn? Right. Uh, if I if I sort of hold that as a criteria. So. Well, I think it's fun for you to take this little sabbatical because not everyone gets that chance to take a few yeah. months off or a year off read synthesize everything they've learned in the past few years and then intentionally go do something this of course there's gonna be risk there's unknowns which way go mm. here. yesterday <laughs> we were in we were leading and we went completely <laughs> the wrong way now we're not even leading anywhere oh there's little black arrows there hmm. hey Okay, we don't have any drugs. <laughs> it says do, do Camino, or it could be just pointing at a. Uh, uh, could be pointing at a cafe. Okay, where's our yellow arrow? There's the blue arrow going yeah. the opposite way. I feel like this is a simulacrum of your life right now. <laughs> that you're not quite sure. I'm gonna no guess this way because that blue arrow is pointed as if someone yeah. coming the opposite direction would look right there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's ask them. They're experienced yes, they, hikers. These are. I've talked. I've talked to these guys too. If you want to see other episodes. Do you see Wh an arrow? Which way, Hugh? Craig. By the way, this is the Craig. Oh, the <laughs> I'm gonna go do a uh, Japan hike with Craig after this. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about. You think that way? This oh, way? Yeah. We've we've actually we've lost the Camino. We took one over. Oh, oh, see, that's what happened. We were in charge. We lost we, the we, Camino. We, <laughs> 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 Alright, sorry, sorry, let me go on this side. I'm a lefty. Do you guys want to go? Oh, yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. Go on with what you were Although, saying. Although, really, you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what was your question? <laughs> um, you know, that you, you, it's nice to have this long break because most oh, yeah. people are either frantically, honestly, most people are month to month on their paycheck. Absolutely. Right? And they yeah. have an idea that so they want to do, and it's, they don't really have time to properly. Uh, you know, because sometimes you get really. Most so people don't have the luck of long-term thinking. Yeah. It really, and I and I do yeah. think of it as, it's a mix of privilege and luck. It's right. not like uh, I'm just the hardest working guy in the world, and yeah. I got here. Uh, yeah. I work really hard, but that's that's just a little piece of it. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like if you're if you are that person who's going month to month, it's not uh, it's not your failure. <laughs> right. Well, let's make a deal. Let's record another one of these a year from now on another walk. And we're going to find out 
what this next chapter in your life is. Yeah, I might be too yeah. busy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might if I be. find this thing, it's like whenever when it it happens like that. You yeah. go from you go from explore, sort of wander. Like with Casey, yeah. I literally had breakfast with Casey, and within five minutes was like, yeah. oh, this is the guy. I need to work Perfect. with him. So we'll see. Look at this great greenery. We've seen these all over the place. Aren't they great? Amazing. Little, little spirit spirit houses. Yeah. All right, you guys, hope you enjoyed that. I made about a lot of these on this trip, so <laughs> go, go check out the other ones, all kinds of cool subjects, trying to inspire you guys to get out there and do stuff. Why not? It's a big world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to do, a lot of cool stuff to do. All right, you guys, bye. I love you. See you next time.